the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, The Divine Shepherd. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. Psalm number 23, the 23rd number of the Psalms. Psalms number 23. Today I'm going to be talking to you about the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Psalms number 23, there are six verses here. We're going to read them together. Psalms number 23, verses 1 through 6. If you're there, say, I have it. All right, together, let us read. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. How long will I dwell in the house of the Lord? How long is forever? I ain't going to ever quit coming to church. My name is not on the list of those that fall out of church. My name is not on the list of those that got a problem with God. A problem with God's ministers. A problem with God's word. The Lord is my shepherd. That means that the Lord is my security. The Lord is my protector. The Lord is my provider. The Lord Jesus Christ is my savior. And my Lord. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can I get a witness? He came back from the dead. That's right. And he came back from the dead to enforce the New Testament covenant of grace Salvation, mercy, and forgiveness. 
Now, a lot of people need to understand that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, the same today, and is the same forevermore. Now, when we talk about a shepherd, we're talking about one who tends to the sheep. So the Lord knew that he was going away after he was raised from the dead. So what he did, he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying, the building up. Of the body of Christ. And he that speaketh unto men. Speaketh unto men. Unto edification. Exhortation. And comfort. Now before we. Delve into these six verses. And by the grace of God. We plan on getting to all six of them. Before we delve into it. I know that we need to come into an awareness. As to the shepherd. Of whom David was speaking. So if Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever, then I submit to you what David said right here, that the Lord is my shepherd, is deeper than the Grand Canyon. Broader than the ocean. Deeper than the deep blue sea. And higher than the heavens. In the beginning, God, created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning, he who made everything that is made became a man in the person of Jesus Christ. Now when we talk about Jesus being our protector, Jesus being our savior, Jesus being our Lord, his name is Jesus He's the one who saves everyone who wants to be from their sins. Now, I'm going to mark, and I suggest that you mark the 23rd with whatever you mark in your Bible with, because we're going to be back and forth. We're going to be traveling through Psalms 23 like a person on an escalator in Dillard's. Y'all know. About the escalator, don't you? Okay. So let's get this party started. We're going to look at Jesus as one shepherd, but having three basic categories of things that he does. John's Gospel, chapter 10. The Lord is my shepherd. And at the end of the day, you got to admit that is talking about Jesus. Amen. Amen. Because whatever God does for man, he's going to do it through Jesus Christ. And so since the Lord was going away, he gave the church under shepherds to feed his sheep. Kind of get a witness at the church. In John's gospel, chapter 10. And I need for you to key in on verse 11. Are you there? All right, read. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. So, and look at verse 14. Read. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep 
and have known of mine. Now, the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. You got that? Any good pastor going to pour his life into the ministry that God gave him. Amen. I've had people going down the street after 11 o'clock sometimes during the week down I-20 and call the church. Talking about pastor, I was just passing by and I saw your car. You out kind of late, ain't you? I didn't want to cuss, but how in the world are you going to know I'm out here if you ain't out here? Mind your own business. Anybody knows those who gets into the preacher's business always come up short. I am, Jesus said in verse 11, the good shepherd. And he identifies what the good shepherd means. He says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. How many of y'all know sheep are messy? Yeah, sheep are messy. They'll bite you, then try to grease you. Sheep are messy. So Jesus said, I am the good shepherd, and I give my life for the sheep. And that he did at Calvary. Christ died for our sins. Christ died for the sheep. Christ died for the whole wide world. Christ died for the church. Amen. Everybody say he's the good shepherd. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 20. There's another aspect of his shepherdhood, if I could use that, or shepherdry. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 20. On page 1325. Now listen to this, Hebrews 13 and 20. Now the God of peace, the God of what? The God of peace that brought again from the dead. Hallelujah. Our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Now he's called in this text right here, he's called the great shepherd of the sheep. Why? Because he gave his blood, the blood of the everlasting covenant, and he's the God of our peace. And so Jesus was brought back again from the dead. He's the Lord Jesus. He's that great shepherd of the sheep. Why? Because through his blood, we have eternal life. So now... The same good shepherd is also the great shepherd. Say he's a great shepherd because he came back from the dead. Wow, now that's powerful right there. And see, he came back from the dead to enforce the covenant, to make sure that we don't come up short on nothing. And we ain't scared of nobody either because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power love. And a sound mind. So he's the great shepherd of the sheep because God brought him again up from the dead. Then there's one other one in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 4. The Bible says, and when the chief shepherd, oh hallelujah. So he's the good shepherd, he's the great shepherd, and now he's the chief shepherd. In 1 Peter 5 and 4, Peter says, and when the chief shepherd shall appear. Now, wait just a moment. Where is he now? He's at God's 
right hand. He's God's right hand man. So when God raised Jesus up from the dead, watch this now. Jesus is now seated at God's right hand. Here Peter calls him the chief shepherd. That's the focus on the rapture of the church. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory. That's for teaching God's word. That faded not away. Hallelujah. So we got the good shepherd who gives his life for the sheep. We got the great shepherd, amen, through his blood, instituted an everlasting covenant and came back from the dead. And then we have the chief shepherd who is seated at God's right hand and has given the church his under shepherds to feed his sheep because it's a love thing. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, we're also going to appear with him in glory. He's going to give us that teach God's word rightly divided the crown of glory. That does not fade away. So the good shepherd. Say these words. The good shepherd. Gave his life for me. The great shepherd. Shed his blood. And came back from the dead for me. To enforce the covenant. To make sure. That I don't come up short. On anything. Pertaining to life. And the chief shepherd. Seated at God's right hand. The Lord Jesus. Is one day coming back again. Isn't that a blessing? Now. Go to Psalms 23 and 1. I know you done marked it so you're already there. If not. Don't be hard headed. In Psalms 23 and 1, as we talk about and go on to develop, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Now, you notice how personal this is. The Lord is my shepherd. To whom and of whom was David speaking? The Lord Jesus Christ. Before Bethlehem. Hello. Before Christ came to Bethlehem, he was and is the I am. I am the way he says. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the resurrection. I am the bread of life. The Lord Jesus is my protector. My Provider, my redeemer. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Why? Because he takes care of everything I need. That's why no good thing, the Lord says, will I withhold from them that will do what? That walk upright. God said, you walk upright, man, I'll give you a Volkswagen. I mean, uh, you know what? You better get a jetter. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Why? Because he gives me everything I need, even eternal life. Can I get a witness at the church? 
So we see then that the Lord being our shepherd to the point that we shall not want. Uh Uh-uh, we shall not want. I need for you to go to Psalms 91 and 2. Psalms number 91 and 2. Say, the Lord is my shepherd. And no good thing will he withhold from me. If I walk upright. Silver and gold. Peace of mind. All that belongs to me. Because my shepherd is also my Lord. Oh, I felt that one right there. <laughs> Woo! I felt that one. Are you in Psalm 91? All right, now watch this. Verses 1 and 2 read. He who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Now notice this. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. That's you. That's me. We dwell in the secret place of the Most High and we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. God is Almighty. Jesus said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Can I get a witness? Now watch this. We abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, now, now remember, you cannot have a shadow unless you have a light. And when you got born again, your life was hidden with Christ in God. Satan doesn't know where we are until we come up talking crazy. If you don't talk a crazy, you won't have a crazy. We are to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, when you talk about abiding upon the shadow, that means the man is nigh you. But let me see if I can update our database. This man is in you. Uh-huh. You remember when David said, Lord, take not your Holy Spirit away from me. Ain't no need of talking that today because Jesus said the Holy Ghost will abide with you for how long? Forever. So we got God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost abiding in us. Am I right about it? So what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall what? Have them. We abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Why? For our protection. Why? For our edification. Why? For our security. When you know that God is nigh and in today's dispensation, he lives inside of you. So great is he that is in you than he that is after you. I never shall forget when I was a child growing up in Stony Hill, and I do be from Stony Hill, I was out there when the chain gang was out there. And I remember a man that lived next door to us, his name was Mr. King. I don't know if God was trying to tell me something back then or not, but his name was Mr. King. And I remember the sky getting dark, the wind started blowing, it started raining, and Mother said to us, y'all come on inside now. And, you know, we were living in a shotgun house, and it was about two steps from the backyard, and then you was up in the kitchen. So I saw after the wind had begun to blow and the rain had begun to fall, and then I'm looking out the back door. So I'm seeing this hen with her brood coming through with her little biddies. That's not a scientific name, but they were biddies to me. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all these little bitty chickens, and I'm thinking, oh, well, I'm little. I'm, I'm about, you know, seven or eight years old, I'm somewhere, you know. And, and so I'm seeing these little bitties following the hen, right? You know, we ain't had grass, but the dirt was pretty. <laughs> and so, you know, the, the hen kept going. So I, I say, wow, look at all these little bitties. So I'm thinking, I need to go ahead and get one of them. You know, not that I need no fried chicken, but just to get one of them, I'm little, it's little, we ought to be able to get along. I came out of the house, stepped down two steps onto the ground, and the little bitty started scattering and running. I started running, or tried to, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I thought she was gone. That hen came back with a vengeance, and man, listen, I didn't touch either one of them steps, I was back in the kitchen. And I was screaming, Muddy! Muddy! See, sometimes the devil has a tendency to make you feel, since you can't feel God, that you're all by yourself. But see, when the enemy show up, you're in his shadow. Which means then he's right there to take care of your enemies, to make your enemies your footstool. You are not alone. You won't ever be alone. Don't let the devil bastardize your feelings, making you think, I'm all by myself. I have to make all these decisions by myself. No one understands me. You ain't that complicated. God is with you. Just like that hen. And Jesus used this as an illustration. He said, just like a hen, just like a mother hen, I have put you up under my wings. I wanted to protect you, but you wouldn't let that be. Huh? See, there are some of you all that are unmarried. Some of you all are married. Some of you all are in high school. Some of you all are in college. My God shall supply all of your need because he's the Lord, your roll high. Get high on your roll high. What you mean sitting around feeling all sorry for yourself? Lift up your big old round head, O ye gates. And be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, and tell the Lord, Lord, I thank you that you are my shepherd, and I shall not want. Look at verse 2. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. Somebody say hide in place. And my fortress, say my citadel. My God in him will I trust. If he's your fortress, you're well hidden. Ain't that in your Bible? Not only is God our fortress, he is our refuge. What is a refuge? Any place of safety in a storm. Feel like preaching. Preach, preacher! Preach! A refuge is a safe place in a storm. When the storms of life are raging, stand by me. When I'm growing old and feeble, the songwriter says, stand by me. Stand by me. When the night, oh. Yeah, but stand by me. Verse 2. Verse 2. He 
he, notice how personal this is, maketh me. Because some of y'all walk the floor all night long wondering what tomorrow's going to bring. Go to bed. Because he that keepeth Israel going to be up all night. What you doing up all night? What you going to make, what you going to help God to do? You carry yourself to sleep. Pray that famous prayer. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And if I would die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Better make sure you say before you lay down now. He maketh me to lie down. In other words, he convinces me to go to bed because ain't nothing you can do. You done prayed, now go to sleep. See, we want to talk about the hooker on crack. No, I want to talk about the believer on smack. What is that? The believer worrying all night long. That's as much sin as crack cocaine. So if you've been awake all night and you're seeing two preachers here, That means you sinned all night long. See, the devil wanted us to put our carnality above our spirituality. The man already said, without me, you can do nothing. So he maketh me to lie down. He convinces me that if I cast all my cares on him, he's going to take care of it. And as some of us just keep going and won't rest, won't eat no chicken soup, won't, won't, won't do what we need to do to keep ourselves healthy, he going to lay you down. Today's message, The Divine Shepherd, FC2693, FC2693, is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. 
Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.